Okay, great. Episode 37 of the Red Hawk Recap. And uh, yeah, it's been a good week. My brother came into town. We've been hanging out for a couple days. Um, what's the big difference, real quick, Matt, between uh, Phoenix, and a uh, Phoenix and Montana? Just a couple. I would say the amount of people and the weather. Yeah. The weather in Montana, it's, it's normally pretty cold. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of people around, and there's a lot of like just outdoor spaces that you have to enjoy, and you yeah. have to appreciate that. Here you have a lot of awesome shopping restaurants, you know, businesses, girls. <laughs> girls. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're here uh, with uh, my kind of my neighbor now at the new gym, um, Madeline. Madeline, are you the owner or co-owner of the Metaphysical Store down the road? I am the the person. The owner, the person, yes. Wow. Yes. What? So, how long have you been running in that? And then, what? What kind of had? What does the metaphysical mean? Well, it's basically the unseen. Uh, you can put anything in it you want, but we specialize in spirituality and helping people on their spiritual journeys. Uh, we get a lot of people in who have questions about uh, who they are, what they're doing. Why are they here and they haven't gotten the answers elsewhere? Mm. Uh, we have a lot of people who go to religious organizations, churches or whatever, and they find that they're not getting the answers they need. So they look elsewhere and we are available. Uh, we don't discuss religion, politics, taxes, or conspiracies. We don't like drama, but we have a very high energy level center when you walk in, you walk into a different world, and it's a very relaxing and invigorating place. We have uh, merchandise for sale. We have a library of metaphysical and spiritual books that you can either borrow or buy. Uh, we have psychics and mediums available for reading sessions. We have uh, m massage therapists and Reiki energy healers working. We have classes and get-togethers and we're famous for our Friday morning coffee, uh, coffee and cosmic conversation. And we have like-minded people coming together to discuss what we discuss. And it's very difficult for many people to discuss spiritual topics with others, or they people think that they're crazy. You know, you see things, you hear things, whatever. Well, don't tell that to your doctor. Uh, and they will come to us, and they have uh, empathy. We have empathy, and, and we work with them to strengthen their journey. Oh, okay. So that sounds pretty awesome. So what got you into spirituality and stuff from the beginning? What age did you start getting into that and realize you have? Well, I originally started uh, back in 1985, and um, I had a very difficult childhood. I had very difficult teenage years. Um, I married, and afterwards I found out my husband uh, was mentally ill as well as had physical illnesses. 
And uh, I had a daughter at age three. She was diagnosed with insulin-dependent diabetes. And if you know anything about insulin-dependent diabetes, it's constantly checking blood levels and for sugar and administering insulin. And from age three, that was a challenge. And uh, I was blaming God for everything. I said, why do you do this to me? What, have, what did I do that I deserve this? And I was also selling Avon door to door. And I went to my, one of my customers and uh, she says, well, I can't talk to you now because uh, I have to go to a class. And I said, oh, you know, curiosity, what kind of class are you going to? And she says, numerology. I said, what's that? And she explained a little about it. And she says, why don't you come with me? And I thought a moment. I said, well, it sounds okay, so let me go. So I went to this class. It was held by a woman who was an astro-numerologist. She was an expert in astrology as well as numerology. And I walked in the room, and she said to me, you're a numerologist. And I said, no, I'm not. She said, yes, you are. So I sat down, and what she was saying was making sense. So I did more research, talked to a lot of people, built my own library of books. And since 1985, I've been doing pers personal profiles on people, uh, telling them who they are based on numerology. And we use your full birth name and your birth date because that's what you decided to come in with. And that has your basic profile of past years into this because your past lives uh, create your current one. So I tell people who they are and who they were and why they're doing things and why they aren't and giving them information to uh, let them go forward positively. Wow. So what, what kind of training do you have to go through to be certified in numerology? It's, it's a very intuitive uh, process that I do. I channel the information I get from the universe. Uh, I did my book studying all, but it comes down to what's within you. Uh, and I get information I don't remember after the reading. Uh, but it's, um, it's very precise. It is the science of numbers. It's been around since Pythagoras, uh, the Greek mathematician. And it is exact. So when I he hear someone's first name, I immediately have an impression of who they are. The first letter of the first name is very characteristic of who they are. So I can analyze it. Also, there's time frames when you should be doing things as opposed to don't do it because everything happens when it's supposed to, not when you want it to. Damn. Yeah. So is there any way you could give me a numerology reading? And of course, I'll pay you. Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Is Do we have to be in your office or can we do it right here? No, I just need a piece of scrap paper and... I've got a pen. Let's <laughs> use this as a scrap paper. Sure. And there are software programs that people can use. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, anybody can do anything. But if you have the spiritual and intuitive channeling that goes along with it, you know, that gut feeling that you know is there, it's a lot easier. That makes sense. You know, anybody can read a book. Yeah. But can you do what you see in it? Mm -hmm. Okay. What is your full birth name? It's Timothy Allen Welch, W-E-L-C-H. A-L? Allen? A-L-L-E-N. 
W E L C H. Yes. What's your birthday? It is April 25th, 1990. My birthday is April 16th. Damn. So we should go out and celebrate. Yeah, but we should. It wasn't 1990, Bottle, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a few years earlier. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. What I'm doing is assigning the values to each of the letters of your name. Okay. Because each letter has its own energies. Yeah, I need to stop in for one of the book clubs or one of your cosmic discussions. Oh, yeah, Friday morning is the cosmic and cosmic conversation. And we've got three uh, book clubs going on right now. Okay. We're reading uh, two of Dolores Cannon's book and one of the A Course of Miracles follow-ups. We're reading the workshop that goes along with it. And then on Friday, we have the special with communicating with the deceased loved ones with Sandy. Yeah, we do all kinds of stuff. And I think that was last week or the week before. Let's see what we've got going today. Today is the 13th and... Uh, Yes, psychic development class, uh, a class in continuing to read the tarot cards, and we have a gal who teaches all three of the Reiki levels. Okay. So, and then tomorrow we have our Thursday book club, which is Three Waves of Volunteers by Dolores Cannon, and um, we also have a new addition to our staff, Dr. Anila uh, Mahmood, who is an MD and a naturopath. And she comes in and does psychic readings and health coaching. Dang, I got to get a reading here, too. You got to come Thursday. Okay. Thursday, she's here. And we also have a Raise Your Vibration with the Law of Attraction class tomorrow afternoon. So we do all kinds of things. Cool stuff. Oh, yes. And I'll start teaching numerology on the 28th. Okay. And that's for three weeks. So let me add up how many energies we have here. You ever use marijuana or anything? Nope. But I do have cannabis insulin in incense. Oh. Yes, so you can burn incense and. Does it get you a little, little woozy? Hey, it's made from the stuff. <laughs> yes, we sell uh, all kinds of things. We have crystals. We have pendulums. Uh, we have incense, we have uh, tarot decks and angel and oracle cards. Uh, yeah, it's a nice little joint you got going over there. Yeah, we, I've made it so if I was going in a store, this is what I would like to see. Yeah. Yes. Okay. For our people just listening, Madeline is putting together the stuff. I call this my quickie. Yeah. This is my quickie because I can spend hours going on about things. Okay, well, I see why you're into this business. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, each, each we use the numbers one through nine. Each has its own energy and meaning. We don't use zero because that's the number of God. Uh, but number one is leadership. Uh, you have a leadership ability. Uh, you have a ability to work with people. You are a very creative person as well as socially and self-expressing. Expressing. Uh, you like to talk. Uh, you're a hard worker, 
but you also like to take chances. Uh, you are a free spirit. You do what you want to do. You don't care what other people think about it. And you take risks. Damn. <laughs> and you need to be careful because this is the number also of addictions. Mm, I could see, I could see that. I yeah. can see that. Not with drugs, but with girls. Hey, any, an addiction can be from anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are a responsible person. You uh, feel for people in a home and family. You do have spiritual, uh, the spiritual number of seven. So you are a spiritual person. Most people don't come in with any sevens. Uh, you came in uh, with two eights, which is the number of money, business, and karma. Uh, so you are doing very well as far as handling money and you have worked with people, uh, but not to the point that they know how to take over you. Uh, my big concern right now is first of all, you have no karmic lessons to learn. You're here to help others with their karmic lessons and to work out the five, the free spirit, the doing your own thing. You got to calm that down a little. Okay. Yeah. Balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. And not just do whatever I want all the time. Right. You know, it's okay to help other people, but yeah. don't be taken advantage of either. Be okay. And your birthday uh, is the 25th. We add the numbers down to a single denominator. So your birthday is a seven. Uh, okay. Let me see here what your life path is. Your life path is the number three, which is the creativity, the self-expression, and social expression. So you're going to be working with people, talking to people, socially interactive with people, and be creative with people. Dang. That's your whole life goal. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's why you're here. Now, your birthday, the 25th, is a seven, like I said, and that is the number of spirituality. It is the number of intellect, of intuitiveness, but also aloneness. So you decide when you want to join with people. You are not one who races out just because people are there. You choose your time and place and people. Damn, because that's so true. I told you, this is it. That's crazy. And Madeline. let me see what else. This is the universal year of 2022 which is a six year, uh, you may have heard people say, this is a six year. Mm -hmm. Well, that's because it, we add up the digits and it adds up to six. And then for the, uh, your year, I add your birth month and your birthday together, which turns out to be 11, which is really a two. So two is your personal number. And I add two, the universal year. So even though the rest of the year is in a very responsible, calming down year, talking to each other, trying to make sense of what happened last year, for you, you are in an eight year, which is one of money and finances and karma. And we are in April, which is the fourth month. We'll add fourth to the, the eight. So this month for you, is one of creativity and expression. And today is the 13th, which is a four. Today is a seven day for you, a spiritual day for you. What are we doing? Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's freaking cool. 
And there's times you're not supposed to do things and times when you should do things. And if you run into a nine situation, uh, say you're in a nine year, uh, which you will be next year. Don't start anything you can't finish in that year. Okay. And if you go into a relationship with someone, have a good time, but it won't last. Hmm. Okay, that's good to know too. But also it gives you time to reflect on the past nine years to figure out what worked and what didn't so that you can plan for the next nine years. Wow. Yeah. So you can keep going on and on with the different equations and, oh, yeah. and numbers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Man, that's really, that's really cool. Mm -hmm, it is. And it's super accurate. Oh, yes. It's almost yeah. like weirdly accurate. It's, it's, this is true. It's all, it's a science of numbers. So what was it in religion back in the day that you felt you were missing? Like, I'm not getting the answers to this. Control. Uh, I was raised Roman Catholic. And anyone out there who knows anything about Catholicism, it's a very controlling religion. It's an organized business. And there were things that didn't make sense to me, like uh, not eating meat on Friday. And they used this, the excuse that, well, you're fasting for God. Well, God isn't making you fast for anything. God is not stupid. You know, you need, you know, and I, and fish, uh, this goes back centuries now to really Italy, where the Vatican is, Vatican in charge of Catholicism, uh, wanted to make sure that the fishermen had a living. So they said, we're going to have fish on Friday and not meat. So the fishermen could make a living. Hmm. And that went over through the hundreds of years, and it's just been changed within the last century. Uh, you know, it, there's things like that that don't make sense. Uh, priests who cannot marry and give marriage advice. Yeah, because my brother and I were raised pretty heavy Jehovah's Witnesses, mm -hmm. and there's there's the same thing in that. There's there's these there's some rules and there's some stuff that it just doesn't make sense. Right. And some of the rules too, it's just like, and then you look back and it's like that was just some man-made rule. Exactly. Exactly. And just to control all of us. And it's true. Uh, you know, spirituality is a way of life. It is not a religion. Uh, we don't have the structure that a church does. We don't say come every Sunday for a service at 10 o'clock. We don't pass the basket around asking for 10% tithing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have to look at what you're doing, and these people are telling you what to do. And I'm too rebellious myself to go along with anybody's rules that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And so that was part of why I needed better answers. Because with Catholics, is there hell and heaven? Oh, yeah. That's heaven and hell. And I've also had people tell me, Catholics, that hell is on earth. We are living hell. So you're not going to hell. You're here right now. You know, this doesn't make sense. But most religions, world religions, have fire and brimstone in them. Uh, there's always negatives. Nothing is uh, great. Uh, you know, uh, they want you to live your life, and you have to do this, that, and the other thing, and, and if you're good, you'll go to heaven. Well, I remember as a young child going to confession for the church. Every Saturday we had to go to confession. Well, what does a seven-year-old sin about? Uh, we would make up things. 
you know, I talked back to my mother, you know. I took change out of my mother's purse, uh, whatever. It's stupid stuff because you had to say something. You can't, and that's, that is ridiculous. So you're putting pressure on young children to come up with lies just so they're accepted by the church. To keep the brainwashing going. The brainwashing and the dollar. Yeah. And the dollar. And, uh, you know, the Catholic Church is the biggest uh, business in the world. Imagine some of the confessions that those, some of those priests hear. Can you even imagine? Uh, like yeah. If, if you had to go in right now and confess, what would it be? Too many quickies? No, no. not enough. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> not enough. Uh, you know, the, and the big scandals that go on in the churches, and it's yeah. not only the Catholic Church. You know, how can, you, how can a man stand up there being to, saying he is God in, incarnate and he's doing things that are immoral? Oh yeah, you know it's a whole I mean, another ball game. Yeah, and they're real rich too. Oh yeah, balling. Oh, you know, and there's so many scandals behind the scenes that uh, people don't believe what goes on. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so I was concerned. I couldn't believe what they were telling me. And then I fell in love, and my husband was divorced, which excommunicates you immediately from the church. Yep. And I fell in love with him and married him. So I was excommunicated from the church. Oh, so they call it excommunicated. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what do we call it, JWs? You got disfellowshipped. Disfellowshipped. And now your family can't talk to you. Mm-hmm. Or they're frowned upon to, on talking to a disfellowshipped person. Mm-hmm. See, that's all fear and... Yeah. Yeah. F- fear of not going to paradise. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, for the Jehovah's Witnesses, the paradise... And then, so what would be your kind of definition or, or how did you navigate what in your mind do you think God is? God is a universal energy that controls everything. Uh, we are also spiritualists, uh, which are people who believe in communicating with the dead. And we do. We have mediums who do that. Not everybody who is a psychic does that. Do you, you kind of, are you like, are you kind of born knowing you can do that? A lot of people are, uh, usually as children, they'll, they have imaginary playmates. Well, they're not imaginary. They're there as spirits. You know, we are basically two entities in one. We have the ego physical vessel that we're in and we have the spirit and soul that we have. So we're, our soul is fighting the ego all the time. Yeah. So do, uh, during your readings, do you ever f- see dark readings when someone comes in and their, their yes. name and their age and it's just dark? Mm-hmm. Wow. And you tell them? No. You have to spin it a certain way. So you would you have told me if mine was dark? I would work it, word it so that I would give you cautions. Okay. Uh, but no, we, we are professionals. And uh, we may be honest, but we're not going to be so honest that we're going to hurt somebody. Yeah, and mess, just make you overthink everything. Be like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and I, I had an experience 1995. I will never forget it. I had been doing readings for 10 years, and I went to a, a, a business, and the woman knew who I was and asked me to do a, a profile on her. And it was it was very sad, very sad. And I did not do the the husband, I did not knew, do the stepson, but I just saw trials and tribulations. Th- she was separated from her husband. 
uh, you know, she wanted to know where their marriage was going, what about the stepson who was a teenager, and I did not see anything positive. In her numerology. Yes. Wow. The timing of everything. And uh, uh, so I gave her my report, and I told her, you know, be aware that things are happening. Uh, and uh, two weeks later, the son was killed in a freak accident. Uh, in Scottsdale, he was hit by a garbage truck in his car, and he was killed. Wow. Uh, so I, and I didn't, like I said, didn't do the chart of the son or the husband, but uh, if I had, it would have been pinpointed even more. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and, and one thing I do want to make clear to people is uh, when you come in, you've already signed a contract with God for who you are, what you're doing. You pick your name, you pick your birthday. But we don't pick our name, our parents Yes, do. you do. We do? Yes, you pick it, and you also pick your parents. Now, in the womb, baby and mom talk. They communicate, and baby will tell mom what name to choose, but they don't pay attention sometimes. Now, when my son was uh, being born, before I got into this, uh, my son was born, and uh, we were planning to name him Michael. And uh, when he was delivered, I said his name is Christopher. And he is a Christopher. He is not a Michael. Wow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mothers need to listen to the baby. You're t- communicating all the time. <clears throat> You're, they hear everything you say and do. Mm-hmm. So listen to them. You know, and you may get a message in a dream or when you're meditating. But listen to the baby because that's the ba- baby's destiny is based on that name. Wow. Yeah. Super interesting. So do you guys do you guys do look into much like uh, magic mushrooms or psychedelics or no. stuff like that? No drugs. No, no, uh, because uh, God really didn't say you should use them. And they're usually a, a an illegal form of uh, doing things with the ego. And you really need to be clear and fresh so you can be spiritual. Mm. Uh, People who do those things generally are repressing uh, bad feelings or negativity. Trying to cover it up. Yes, and you can't do that. You have to face it and move on. Where did God say that you shouldn't be doing the plant medicines? Well, he didn't say you could. Okay. Uh, And it comes down to common sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we are here to create oneness with God. And that's what we should be doing everything for. Uh, the ego changes things because this ego can be influenced by the evil in the world. And you can see a lot of it going on now. But that is going to be changing. We're in a major universal shift. Started about two and a half years ago. And we're moving from the third dimension into the fifth dimension, which is a whole different ball game. We're leaving the age of Pisces. We're going into the age of Aquarius, and the whole world is changing right now, as well as the universe. So in what ways will it change moving into the fifth dimension? Ego and material things don't matter. Damn. If you need money, you will have money. Mm-hmm. Uh, spiritually, you will progress. Uh, you have no, there's no time. You have no time factors. You know, time is a man-made thing. So things will just manifest. Also, you don't have to read and do research. You will have the information downloaded to you. So we're all 
God's spirits at this point living the way God wants to do. And there's people like myself who bounce between the third and fifth dimensions. And it uh, gets a little hairy sometimes. I bet. But uh, it's okay. And there are people who will not make it into the fifth dimension. Either they shouldn't make it, they uh, don't want to go, or their mission is already done. So people will be transitioning. So with nu numerology and stuff, do you can look into people's kind of their past lives. Yes. And see kind of what their past lives were like. And I can look at yours. You, mad, Lynn, mad about you, oh. and my daughter and I would uh, discuss relationships. Discuss stuff like monogamy and stuff like that. And we'd have call, people call in with their questions about, you know, their boyfriend's doing this, what should I do? And Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, we were doing that. But the thing is, we needed sponsors. Mm -hmm. To keep going. And they didn't give us a decent time to be on, so we couldn't really say to the sponsors, you know, hey, this is a great time. For plugging yeah. stuff. For the people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Madeline used to have a, a radio show, and that's kind of what we're talking about. So what hours did they give you? The second, the one about relationships was at 7 a.m. on a Saturday. And was a lot of the call-ins about the guy cheating on the girl usually? It was about the gal and the guy, period. Mm. Not necessarily cheating, uh, but the uh, problems with verbal abuse. Physical yeah. abuse, and those are those are generational cycles that need to be broken. Oh, so we're trying to help people in that situation as well as the listening audience. Yeah. So before we got we got cut off the batteries, we had to switch the batteries out. Um, Madeline said she can kind of see the past lives from our numerology. Right, the vowels in your birth name indicate your past life, and what's interesting is it adds up to thirty three. We've been talking about threes, mm -hmm. and three and three is six. So in your past life, you were a very responsible person, home, home family type thing, either universal or personal. Uh, but evidently, your free spirit that revealed here with your four fives was the problem you came back because you were a responsible person, but you were too much of a free spirit. Damn it. But see, now you're able to tell people, even it out, work and play, be kind to people, think about people. Yeah, you're a people person. There are no two ways about it. Sweet. Yeah, so that's why you're here, to calm down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to calm down. I, I felt that, though. I've, I, I, it's weird. I felt that, that I've, I've, I'm here to kind of help people and spread a good message and I get to spread it through jujitsu and martial arts and yes. working hard and having something to, to grow in. Um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. I feel it. Yeah. Well, so. that's who you were and we could always go further back into it, but, uh, uh, you, you were a, a, a talker before, mm -hmm. uh, and you probably talked your way out of a lot of problems. Um, Yeah. But you had to come back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So you said you're a fight fan too, huh? Uh, yes. Well, I I haven't been lately. Uh-huh. Uh, last few years, uh, my daughter passed away. I was her caregiver, and then my husband passed away. But, uh, yeah, we started in the, oh, at least 2000, watching MMA. Oh, cool. And uh, everybody 
one wondered how could I enjoy MMA? Yeah. <laughs> blood. I love to see the blood. Really? Yes. So you got. Now, What's I that hate, about? I hated the Diaz brothers. Oh, why? Why? Yeah, come on, they're real. I know, but they're that's real. I don't want to see that real. You know, they're <laughs> not nice. Yeah. You know, they are not nice people. Yeah, they were Others are much nicer. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, I followed them for years. Mm -hmm. And then something happened. I guess it was my caregiver job was taking over and mm -hmm. I stopped watching it. But uh, yeah, my my daughter was worse than me with the blood, and she she loved it. Loved it. She loved it, and we'd sit and watch and cheer when there's blood. Yes. Holy smokes! And then the the, the gals, the gals, they were incredible. Yeah, they yes. get after it. Yes, and there's some real not nice ones there too. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like. I mean, at my gym, we have three different. We have MMA program. So mixed martial arts program for fighting. And then we have the gi jiu-jitsu and then the no gi jiu-jitsu. And I want to make sure people are being, I mean, you can learn solid fundamentals at this gym and you can be competitive at all three sports if you want to. And uh, my friend Jakar Courtney, they're in the UFC. Jakar is actually fighting this weekend in Vegas and they're the head coaches of the MMA program. So um, it's fun having a community of people that all want to get healthier I mean, yeah. everyone that comes in here is just so, I mean, willing to learn. They don't have big egos. And if they do have big egos, they usually get roughed up and that gets taken care of pretty quick. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, to turn on the APS, though, the, the APS guy said I needed to put 4000 down for a deposit. I was like, are you fucking serious? Is there any? I can't afford that right now. And he said, okay, we'll see what we can do. Okay, we'll do it 1800 How about that, bud? I'm like, okay, sweet. Can we break it up into payments? He's like, nope, we don't do payments. I'm like, okay, let me call you back. So I called back and the lady answered and she said, yeah, no problem, Tim. We got payments. We'll bust it up into four months. And it's like, holy smokes. You got to talk to the women. Yeah, they're way better. Hey, we definitely are. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> okay, what do we got this weekend? We got v v UFC fight night. Vicente Luque versus Bilal Muhammad. Five-round ma main event. I mean, Blah Muhammad, he's super, he's not very fast twitched, but he's got good cardio. He's going to come forward the whole time. Vicente Luque, I think he's one of the most underrated guys in the UFC, top to bottom. I mean, he knocks people out cold. He has very good striking, and he's very good on the ground. Good Muay Thai, good knees, good elbows. Like, he's, he's super good. So I'd probably pick Vicente Luque in that. Um, other fights that pop out. Um, of course, Dracar is fighting. He's fighting a kid from Vegas for his debut. So that should be good. Dracar's strong. He's got a, his waist and his hips, and his he's got a big butt, and he's more powerful than you think he would be. And as soon as he pins you against the fence, you're like, holy smokes. This guy's strong and big. Other than that, the Chris Bennett guy, this guy's like 5'6", 5'7", 265. Huge, fat dude but he's athletic and he does crazy things super entertaining so i'm pumped to watch him too and then and then april 23rd there's a a main event amanda limos jessica andrage um prelims real quick yeah nothing crazy on the prelims that sticks out either there's a guy named mike jackson on the card that's zero and one Fighting a guy who's three and one. 
so that's kind of weird. But other than that, what, do, you, do you live by yourself now? Uh, I have a friend who lives with me. You guys get along? Oh, yeah. She, they wouldn't live with me if I didn't get along. She cleans up after herself? Yes. Yes. That's nice. Yes. She's a very spiritual person. I've known her for over 20 years. And um, she she has supported me through all of my trials and tribulations. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, having a roommate's hard, isn't it? It is difficult. Uh, even though my daughter and my husband were in the house before, it's a whole different thing with a person that you really don't know. Well, you don't know anybody even if you live with them for a while. But, uh, you know, we had to get used to each other, but we understood each other. Mm-hmm. And she supports what we do. She comes down. She does readings uh, at the center also. Um, but I, I am on the look for a, a, a new sweetheart. Mm. Um, I would like somebody between 65 and 78 years of age. Mm-hmm. Um, not overweight. So you want abs. Yeah, I'll, I'll take abs. <laughs> okay. And uh, I, do, I like facial hair, but mm-hmm. not too much of it. Cleaned up. Uh, a cleaned up guy, yes. Uh, somebody who is not looking for a mother. Okay. Uh, someone who will be a partner for me. And I am open as long as they like dogs because I have a dog. Okay. Yeah. What if they want to go once in a while to a rub and tug parlor? Massa- a massage parlor? A real massage parlor. Hey, if it turns you on, go for it. I like hearing that. But you pay. Yep. Yep. Yep, who pays? Mm-hmm. So we'll, maybe we get you a Tinder going. I don't know if they have 65 to 75, though. Well, Where do you do some of the guys that come in for the uh, afternoon coffee? Are any of those guys you're interested in, or do you keep it out of there? No, it's it's business. Is it? It's business. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I've been on dating sites now for about six months, and um, it's very interesting. I'm sure it is. You just don't know who's fake, don't know who's real. What sites? Uh, our Times and Match.com and Silver Singles mm-hmm. and um, Facebook has a, a dating site. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, as you can see, I'm still asking. <laughs> yeah. Have you gotten to the point where you've met up with them and um, went on a date yet or met? I've, I've had three meet and greets, I call them. Meet up for coffee. And uh, if you want to go forward on another date, then there's opportunity. But I have not. So on those, those couple dates, you were just kind of like, oh, he doesn't really fit. Well, if he talks too much and doesn't ask me any questions, that's a problem because mm-hmm. that's an ego problem. Mm-hmm. And then I had a fellow who actually made fun of my spirituality. So he was like making fun of it, like saying it's just hippy dippy. It's uh, yeah. Well, it's you know they they there's different terms for it. Uh, voodoo, uh-huh. uh, corny. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can you believe that? Is the attitude. But yeah, he made fun of it. And then I had another one who absolutely uh, was not interested in anybody except himself. He just loved talking about himself. But I did get free coffee or dinners out of this. Boom. You know, so you get some, there's something for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, for every action, there's a reaction. And people dwell on the negative all the time. And I just look at it that 
for every negative, there's a positive. There's a counteraction. And for every negative thing that happens, there is something that comes out of it. Now, my house burned down in 2017. Took out my cars and my garage and all of my business stuff and a lot of the stuff in the house. And so we were displaced for 13 months in a rental house. And they, the insurance provided the furniture and everything as the house was rebuilt. So out of this, 13 months later, I got a totally new house. Oh, nice. Yes, that's mm -hmm. what I said. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, I could have been wringing my hands and, you know, walking around with my head down for 13 months uh, thinking, well, why did it happen to me? Well, it was part of a plan to make me be more aware of what my belongings are and where I put them. And also that I could always get an upgrade because I wanted new bathrooms and new kitchen because they were built in 77. I didn't have the money to do those upgrades. And all of a sudden I have an upgraded house, never mind just the kitchen and bathrooms. So would you say God works in mysterious ways or would you say that really doesn't have anything to do with God? God has a sense of humor. And we may not understand, but there is a message in everything we do. Everyone we meet, even for a few seconds, is there for a purpose. And some people come into your life and leave, some stay. And you may have a relationship where there is a breakup, but it's for you to learn from that relationship and to move forward. I love doing divorces with my profiles because we do a forensic divorce and find out what went wrong. Through numerology? Mm -hmm. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I help name babies mm -hmm. because uh, sometimes, yes, you know what the name is going to be, but we might want to tweak it a little. Like my granddaughter, her name is Kayla, but I didn't want the K because of the emotional uh, situation with a K. So we named it with a C. And a person whose first name begins with a C talks a lot because that's a three. And then my son's name is Christopher. So when you put Kayla and Christopher in the same room together, Too nobody else talks. Mm -hmm. But those are things you learn through doing and observing numerology. Dang. Yeah, I wish I could add a kind of a cooler name, like a Timothias or something. No. Is that ugly? No. What do I look like, a Tim? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. And I want to talk about when people die. Because that is mostly what we get involved with is people come to us and they want to talk to their mother and make sure their grandfather's okay or their child passed or whatever. And the body dies, the spirit and soul does not. The spirit, the soul goes on forever, for infinity. It's just we keep changing bodies and time factors. Uh, so, you know, if I had a car as old as I was, I would have been demolished long ago. Uh, but... The body gets weak, it wears out, things happen. Uh, also, a lot of emotional issues cause illnesses. If you can eliminate those emotional illnesses, uh, the emotional problems, then you will eliminate illnesses. You need to keep your chakras balanced and, uh, and aligned all the time because if they're not, they zap your energy and you end up being ill again. So we try to instill in everybody, do the best you can with what you've got so that you could live a long time. And we've, we're all here because we chose to be here at this time in this spiritual war. So you're here to fight a battle, good versus evil, even if it's one person at a time. Yeah.
and glad we're not we didn't i'm glad i didn't choose to be in ukraine right now well there's a whole another story people don't know the whole truth behind ukraine ukraine and um is that a is that a longer story it's cons is it conspiracy everything is conspiracy mm -hmm. but people don't understand people don't know what goes on behind the scenes and you are only told what they want you to hear yeah but the ukraine is a neo-nazi country it's the most corrupt country in the in europe uh, there were bio labs installed there by the CIA uh, with Biden's help uh, to make hazardous materials. Uh, there, uh, underneath the ground, are tunnels which are all over the world with sex trafficking going on, and that's the the job of Putin was to eliminate the corruptness in the country, get rid of the Nazis. And save the children and women. And they're not saying that anywhere. They're making Putin the bad guy. Oh yeah, they always do. But always. he he's believe it or not, he's one of the white hats. White hats refers to good guys? The good guys. Holy. The good leaders. Well, I mean, I would love to talk to you more. That's why I'd love to have another combo down the road if you if you'd sure. like to. I have to get my brother to the airport, but thank you so much, Madeline. Well, you're welcome. I loved it. It was really nice to meet you. Yes. And I'm glad you're right down the uh, road from us, and we'll definitely have to do it again. Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, guys. That's episode 37. Peace. Peter, going to shuffle in. I'm going to throw a two, one, and I'm going to come over the top.